Welcome to the Creative Entrepreneur Podcast, where mindset and marketing meet purpose, passion, and profits. I'm Bob Baker, and if you're a creative entrepreneur or someone who runs a heart-centered business, you're in the right place. To get a free collection of sample chapters from my books and audiobooks, just pay a quick visit to promoteyourcreativity.com. That's promoteyourcreativity.com. Now, enjoy the episode. This is the Creative Entrepreneur Podcast. Welcome to the Creative Entrepreneur. And if you could use some inspiration, some marketing and career advice, and if you happen to be a creative person of any type, well, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, Bob Baker. I'm the author of The Empowered Artist, The Passion Principles, and many other books and resources. And thanks for tuning in to the show. On this one, I'm going to be talking about the Charles Dickens drip method of artistic expression. That's right. That Charles Dickens from The Christmas Story and a bunch of other classic books. I think you're going to enjoy this one a lot. Before I jump into that, I just want to let you know, in case you weren't aware, that I would love to give you free access to my online course called 30 Ways to Become an Empowered Artist. It features more than three hours of online video training designed to inspire and empower you and motivate you to take action with your talents and your skills. And you can get free access to it pretty easily. It's one of the perks that you get from being on the Creative Entrepreneur VIP list. So if you haven't signed up for that, it's really easy to do. Just go to PromoteYourCreativity.com. That's PromoteYourCreativity.com. I'll have a link to it in the show notes, but it's pretty easy to remember. PromoteYourCreativity.com. Just enter your name and email, submit. Click on a confirmation email, and then you'll soon have access to that course. I would love to share it with you. Now, on to the main event of this podcast. So if you take the traditional approach to creativity, you think in terms of working toward a completed package. You may hole up in a studio or a cabin for months or years as you work on a new project in seclusion. Eventually, a collection of your best work is released as a full-length music album or novel, nonfiction book, art or photo exhibit, a fashion line, a film, a stage play, etc. And that business model was the norm for many years, I mean decades in fact. But here's another option. Why not drip out your newest creations piecemeal, one item at a time. There's no need to wait till an entire album is done. Instead, share your latest song now. Then write, record, and share another song next month. In other words, release a series of singles. And you can do the same thing with paintings, short stories, sketch comedy, jewelry, you name it. Now, this may seem like a fresh way to create and release material in the digital age, but it's not new at all. 
1836, Charles Dickens began publishing a series called The Pickwick Papers. Say that five times fast. The Pickwick Papers. And he did this in a local print publication. According to Wikipedia, his novels, most published in monthly or weekly installments, pioneered the serial publication of narrative fiction, which became the dominant Victorian mode for novel publication. Cliffhanger endings kept readers in suspense. The installment format also allowed Dickens to evaluate his audience's reaction, and he often modified his plot and character development based on such feedback. Many of his serialized stories were later published as full-length books, which became classics you may have heard of, like Oliver Twist, A Christmas Carol. I think I might have referred to it as A Christmas Story. That's a different thing altogether. That's an awesome movie, but not by Charles Dickens. And then there was the novel David Copperfield and many others. So here's the question. Why not take this publishing model from the 1800s and bring it into the modern era? There are many benefits to taking this approach. Here are just four of them. One, it fosters an ongoing habit of creation. And that's crucial for you to develop your skills and the muscle of creativity. You need to do it on a regular basis. And so this gets you in the habit of doing that. Two, it gives you real-time feedback on a work in progress. There's nothing worse than spending like a year on a book or a film or whatever it is, putting it out into the public and then finding out that people don't really resonate with it. Why not get that feedback a little at a time as you go along so that you can evaluate it, maybe make some tweaks and changes so that it's satisfying for you and your audience as well. So yeah, you want that real-time, short-term feedback. Three, it consistently keeps who you are and what you do in the public eye. Because if you're one of these sort of like hit-and-run promoters where you'll promote yourself for a month or two and a new book or a new album or something comes out and then you disappear for a while, this will help maybe remedy that situation. When you're dripping stuff out every month, you're constantly in front of people with something fresh, with something new, and it keeps your fans engaged, keeps you top of mind. And four, it creates awareness and buzz leading up to the release of the full-length version of the thing you're working on. Now, of course, this is assuming that the pieces that you're dripping out will eventually be compiled into a full book or a full album. But another frustrating thing for creative people is spending a lot of time creating something and then launching it and having to start from scratch with spreading the word about it. When you can build that buzz as you create it and actually create a demand. And so there's not only an awareness, but hopefully people lining up to attend or purchase or at least occupy a space in their minds where they're interested and excited about it. That's half the battle is just getting people to pay attention to you. And you need to do that before you can do any of the other stuff where people then spend their money and rave about it to their friends and all this good stuff. So the bottom line of this whole thing is consider dripping out your creative work a little at a time. What do you think? Let me know. If there's a way to leave a comment here, please do so. always like to hear what you think of these ideas and how you can implement them in your creative life. 
Also want to mention that this episode was inspired and adapted from a section in my book called The Passion Principles. The subtitle of that one is 101 Ways to Express Your Creativity and Share It with the World. If you're curious to learn more about that, as always, there's a link in the show notes. So go ahead and click and do whatever you have to do to expand the description of this podcast so you can see the full show notes and the links to the things that I reference and other resources that might help you, including getting free access to the 30 Ways to Become an Empowered Artist course that you can get simply by getting on the Creative Entrepreneur VIP list. As I mentioned earlier, just go to promoteyourcreativity.com to get that and some other goodies. Plus, I'll send you an email with updates on the latest episodes of this very podcast. So thanks for listening. Thanks for doing what you do as an artist. Thank you for honing your skills and sharing your gifts with the world. That's what we do to make the world a better place, right? It's not just self-serving. Yes, we're satisfied when we're creative and we get to express ourselves. But when we share that with others and improve their lives, we're doing good. We're leaving behind a legacy of beauty and art and whatever it is that we create in the world. So I appreciate the role that you play in that important effort of humanity. All right, I'm going to wrap this one up. See you next time. I wish you the best. This is Bob Baker saying so long for now.